The following presentation is a Barrett Sports Media production. Recognizing the unsung heroes of sports media. I'm stuck in this pit, working for less than slave wages, working on my day off. This is the Producers Podcast with Brady Farkas. I'm the executive producer. Oh, you're the executive producer. And it starts now. Welcome back to a Thanksgiving edition of the Barrett Sports Media Producers Podcast. Today I sit down with Andrew Marsh of 101 ESPN in St. Louis. We talk about his rise into radio, how his graphic design and video background has helped him, working for the St. Louis Blues, and so much more. Enjoy Andrew Marsh of 101 ESPN. When I was coming up, I was making such little money as a producer that I had to have like 14 other jobs in order to do it, right? I was moving cars around a car lot. I was throwing T-shirts at the University of Albany basketball and football games. Mm. You had something similar, right? Weren't you doing some event stuff for the St. Louis Blues? Talk to me a little bit about this. Yeah, so actually when I uh, went to Lindenwood, so I went to Lindenwood for uh, my master's degree, I had an internship of sorts, and I started off as a video intern. And through that, I, you know, built a good rapport with with my bosses and whatnot. And they actually ended up making me a stage manager for the Blues. And this was a few years ago. I think it was uh, 2019, actually, which happened to be the, the same year the Blues won the Stanley Cup, which was just an, an unreal time for, for me. And um, because, you know, growing up, Blues were my, my favorite hockey team. So just having that chance to work with them and, and seeing my work displayed at the arena and whatnot – um, for that first half of the season, at least, uh, as a video intern, it, it was pretty special. And then, uh, once I then became the stage manager, I actually started getting paid a little bit more. So I was like, all right, like, I really like this. This is fun. Um, and so I did that and then they ended up winning the Stanley cup. So I'm like, hell yeah, like this is, this is great. This is a great time, uh, for me. And, you know, I mean, you know, you, you usually just try and take those, those jobs that are going to help you you know, meet more people and, and try and uh, diversify your portfolio. So when I first started in school, I was a graphic designer. Um, then I got into video editing and whatnot. And then uh, through that, I got into broadcasting. Uh, but from that portion of my life, I was doing video editing. I was, you know, like I said, I was a stage manager. So I was in charge of all the end game uh, fun stuff that was happening within the enterprise center. And I also got to be, you know, uh, I guess the the director of in-game entertainment for a few games when I had to step in for, for my boss at the time for a certain uh, amount of games. Um, but it, it was a lot of fun, man. Like uh, it obviously didn't pay all that great, but um, that's the thing, man, you, you got to do what you got to do to try and one, you know, be financially secure and also just put your name out there and, and try and do as many things as you can to try and you know rank up in this crazy field that we that we're in. In today's world, it's so beneficial to be diverse and be able to do so many different things. I'm sure that having a video and graphic design background has helped you. But how does it help you in radio? Because certainly some people just think of radio as just audio, but there's so many different directions that social media can take it in. How has the video background helped you in the radio business? Yeah, you know, I think just being able to edit one, you know, it's obviously it's a little bit different when you're editing on Premiere compared to Audition. But, you know, you know, the the elements, if you have like a, a, a bounce back bed and you want to, 
put some highlights in there. You know what music sounds good. You kind of visualize that in your head um, of what it would look like. And you want the, the listeners to to have that same kind of visualization when they're listening on the radio. So I'd say that's one of the things that, that definitely has helped me, um, you know, just like I said, from graphic design to, to video editing. And then I got into the, the audio editing part, portion of it. Um, there's just a lot of different things that a, a people, they, they wouldn't expect um, each one of them to kind of coincide with one another. But I found doing little bits and pieces of, of each kind of thing has definitely helped me uh, when it comes to audio editing. And, um, you know, I think, like I said, basically it just comes down to, to try and visualize what uh, you're listening to. You want to, you want to create a story uh, through audio. And I think just being able to video edit um, has definitely helped me in, in that aspect for sure. You know, I think this is going to be episode 23, and I'm really interested from a content perspective in how you guys operate, because I think in almost every episode I've done, the NFL has been king in the market where I'm talking to the producer. And if it's not the NFL, it's college football, right? I've talked to some people in SEC country where college football is the big thing. I would say neither one of those are the biggest thing right now in your market. So here we are in the throes of NFL season and the throes of college football season. What are you guys talking about? What resonates with the listeners? Is it is it just the blues? It's pretty funny. Like we've we've had conversations where if if it was a slow day for you know content wise, we could literally hit on the Cardinals bullpen for <laughs> the full four hours that we have. We say that as a joke, but it really is a huge baseball market here. Even though it's the off season. Um, of course, you know, you have free agency and people are wondering uh, who, who are the Cardinals going to get. And uh, you have all these rumblings of different players, you know, Trey Turner, shortstop. Do the Cardinals need a shortstop? So we always have that uh, up our sleeve that we can talk about in, you know, varying different ways. Um, but, yeah, we, we talk Blues hockey. The Blues, I mean, oh, my goodness. They went on an eight-game skid not too long ago, and now they're on a six-game winning streak. So a ton of content right there. And, of course, we do hit on the NFL uh, periodically throughout the day. There's tons of storylines uh, going throughout uh, each week. And this whole NFL season has been pretty crazy. Um, but, you know, for me as a producer, it's fun because I get to sit down when I get home from work and whatnot and just watch sports, which is uh, totally okay with me. And, you know, I think being around the guys, they, they all know, um, you know, what they're talking about. I think for our show, at least we have one person that that really specializes in each sport, Brad Thompson, hmm. uh, former Cardinal World Series champion. He knows everything there is about baseball. And, you know, for those that aren't too particular with hockey and their knowledge, Jamie Rivers does a great job of breaking down things from a hockey standpoint. And then Anthony Salter, he also does a great job with football and he knows the ins and outs of the league and, uh, and everything like that. So uh, for my job, it's basically to make sure – when we are hitting on those certain topics and, you know, how much we hit on it. And I think we do a pretty good job at, at uh, trying to keep everything pretty uh, evenly or pretty even for, for that matter. Will you guys ever, and I've always wondered if I should do this, if I had the chance, have you, would you guys ever segment like what your hosts are watching on a given night? Like, so like I'm in, I'm in new England, right. Yep. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, 
should I watch the Celtics tonight and my co-host watch the Bruins? And then we'll just come to the table the next day where I watched all the Celtics and he watched all the Bruins. Since you guys have this kind of you know clear delineation of knowledge, is one guy watching Thursday Night Football and one guy's watching the Blues, or is everybody trying to watch everything? I think for the most part, everybody is keeping tabs on – on everything that's going on, you know, with Jamie, he does a lot of uh, Bally sports work for the blues. So when he is working uh, in those games, sometimes, you know, he doesn't have the luxury of, of watching maybe uh, a Monday night football game like, like tonight, but, you know, he is able to, to keep track of everything. And, you know, for me, like I said, I, I have the, the opportunity of throwing a bunch of screens on throughout <laughs> the night and, and keeping track of what's going on. And, uh, especially with football, you know, I got the fantasy football aspect of things. So I'm always dialed in with that as well. Uh, and same thing for, for Brad, you know, he works uh, for Bally sports, does the, the Cardinals games as well. Um, so during the season, he do something similar uh, to Jamie and then Anthony um, doing kind of the same thing that, uh, that I'm doing multiple screens. And uh, you know, we just try and take as much knowledge in as we can every night. And then, yeah, we do come to the table the next day and, uh, we, we show prep and uh, just kind of, you know, bounce uh, ideas off one another and see what kind of sticks and what we want to talk about for that day and just kind of see what the what the listeners want to want to hear. Um, you know, looking at Twitter, what's trending, just seeing all uh, stuff like that and, um, you know, kind of rolling with it. I'm a baseball guy at my core, so I love like the words you say. Baseball market just makes just warms my heart yeah. to hear that. What was it like down the stretch for you guys? Because it was such a cool season for the Cardinals. Okay, they're they're going to track down Milwaukee. They're going to hold off Milwaukee. They're going to win the division. They're going to get to the playoffs. But then simultaneously, you got the Pujols stuff. You yeah. got Wainwright. You got Yachty. Like so, it's this this mixture of we're trying to win now, but we're giving an ode to the past. How did you balance everything and kind of ride the wave? Because there's a lot of different storylines that were present there for the Cardinals. How'd you balance everything? Yeah, there was, there was a ton. It, it was crazy because I think for the majority of that back stretch, you, you look at the Albert situation and um, every, every time that he hit a home run, that was the stuff we were talking about. We wanted to make sure that Albert was at the forefront of, of what we were talking about, because for the most part, that's what everyone wants to hear about. They want to hear about Albert, um, how, how close he is to 700, um, there were different little things throughout that uh, that back stretch. You know, once the Cardinals kind of had a, a grip on that division, um, we actually saw them kind of slide in that September. You know, Goldie, um, R9 have the best Septembers uh, compared to, you know, the beginning part of, of that season. But it became it became all Albert because I think a lot of people and a lot of listeners, they they sort of – got rid of the idea of the Cardinals playing bad baseball because they were so focused on, on Albert hitting 700. But once he did hit 700, then we kind of, we switched things up and we wanted to go in the direction of like, all right, like, is this team ready for October? Because when you look at the rest of the playing field, especially in the national league, there's a ton of teams that that have great lineups. And when you look at the Cardinals and it showed it offset, the depth really wasn't there. So that was a, a lot of thing. Uh, one of the things that we talked about, we still do like to the, in the off season, like, is that a, a thing that the Cardinals need to, to look at uh, is their depth pieces? Because when you get past Goldie and Arenado, um, you know, it, it's really up in the air. So there's a lot of different things that, you know, we hit on throughout that uh, month of September. Um, and we still continue to hit on to, uh, uh, to this day, just because, like I said, it really is up in the air and you have the whole Wainwright aspect. He's coming back now. So, 
Um, a lot, a lot to, to dig in there. And like I said earlier, if we didn't have anything, we could talk about the Cardinals bullpen for four hours and, and joke about that. But uh, no, it, it's uh, it's pretty fun digging into all this stuff. And especially for the listeners that, you know, they're just a, a casual fan. Not that there are any really casual fans here when it comes to baseball. Everyone's pretty diehard about that. But uh, when you listen to Brad kind of break things down, why things are going a certain way for, for a pitcher or for a hitter, it's pretty uh, it's pretty fun to be in the room and, and watch that happen. You know, my, geogra- my geography of Missouri is a little bit skewed here. As I understand it, St. Louis is relatively close to Chicago and nowhere near nowhere near Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you do talk football, do you talk any Bears? Do, do, do people adopt the Chiefs as kind of Missouri's team? How would it break down in terms of content from a football perspective? There are a ton of Chiefs fans here. I just think because of the situation with the Rams, um, you know, when that whole ordeal was going on earlier in this uh, in, in 2022 with with Stan Kroenke, and of course you have the Rams uh, winning the Super Bowl, which mm-hmm. didn't really go well with the city. I think you kind of feed into that. You kind of feed into the oh, you know, we don't like Stan Kroenke, we don't like the Rams. Uh, but this year, it's a little bit different. Um, we really just hit on, on everything. Like yesterday yeah. we hit on, uh, or not yesterday, but today we, we hit on, uh, the Cowboys and the, and the Vikings right off the get go, uh, in our first hour, just because of how big of a matchup that was supposed to be and, and how big of a flop it was really mm-hmm. for, for the national viewing audience. And I'm a Vikings fan myself, just, uh, from going to school up North for my undergrad. Uh, and then I used to be a Rams fan. And uh, ended up adopting the Vikings, so they gave me crap about that just because they know uh, we get a kick out of all of the listeners. So we kind of feed into that, you know, talking about Mahomes and uh, you know how he is just—he's unbelievable. He's the MVP, and you know we talked all offseason. I feel like a lot of people did, especially in the national uh, media, about you know is, is Josh Allen going to be that guy? Is Justin Herbert going to be that guy? At the end of the day, it's Patrick Mahomes, man. Like he is—he is that dude. Uh, when it comes to being the quarterback. And uh, so that's one of the things, like, it's, for example, that we, we hit on the hit on today. And uh, but, yeah, throughout the throughout the rest of the year, we, we usually do, you know, like quick hitter segments just to kind of see what people want to want to hear about. And, um, you know, the Zach Wilson debacle from this past weekend. And, you know, Russell Wilson's been a, a huge topic for us. We, we like to poke fun at him just for his performance <laughs> this season. So there's a lot of, uh, a lot of things that we get into NFL wise. Um, but, uh, for the most part, I think we've, we've established from the beginning of the year, a storyline like that we like to keep up with that are, listeners know we want to talk about and we usually try and hit on those every week i thought andrew marsh was awesome i thought he had a really good perspective on the producing position and really interesting insight into how content in st louis is devised because it's not an nfl market anymore so so many producers and shows base all of their content around the nfl but what do you do when your city doesn't have the nfl and is resentful of the nfl I thought that was really, really cool, really, really insightful. Andrew's a young guy, just 26 years old. He's in a great situation at 101 ESPN and can't wait to see what happens for him next professionally. Have a great holiday, everybody. We'll see you next time on the Barrett Sports Media Producers Podcast. You don't want to believe it, but maybe the show is over. Thank you for listening to the Producers Podcast. 
To enjoy past and future episodes, check out iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, the iHeart app, and BarrettSportsMedia.com. 